The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter. 2023 is here. And already the sad attacks on law enforcement are underway. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast 77 WABC. You can listen to me on the radio Monday through Friday, midnight to 1 a.m., midnight to 1 a.m. And of course, for your convenience, you can always catch the daily podcast of the Dominic Carter Show to listen to around your schedule, no matter what time it is. The new year has started with insanity. A man attacks three NYPD officers with a machete just outside the Times Square New Year's celebration in a possible terrorist attack. The NYPD and the FBI are now looking into whether the 19-year-old suspect from Maine is a radicalized terrorist. Here we go again. This is what the police radio calls sounded like and the update from the NYPD commissioner. Unprovoked, a 19-year-old male approached an officer and attempted to strike him over the head with a machete. The male then struck two additional officers in the head with a machete. The police officers trying to protect us all were working the New Year's Eve detail in Times Square when two of them were struck in the head with a large knife in what police are investigating as a targeted attack. It happened around 9.30 p.m. Saturday night near 52nd and 8th Avenue in Manhattan. Authorities are specifically looking at online postings and the method of attack by the 19-year-old suspect. Obviously, this is an ongoing story. Unrelated to the machete attack on three New York City police officers, but also alarming. Society has got to find beds for the mentally ill. It's not humane to let them wander the streets of our country. I don't care what advocates say. There was also the naked man in the Bronx. Disturbing video shows a naked man dangling by one arm from an elevated six train station at Westchester and Metropolitan Avenues in the Bronx as onlookers gave a play-by-play account about 30 seconds into the video as a train went by. The man lets go and drops some 20 feet to the pavement. Police say he is in his 20s, was conscious and alert when taken to Jacoby Hospital. Get out right here. Homie bugging. Homie acting a fool. 
Oh, we acting a fool. Look at him. He's dropped. He's dropped. If that's not enough, how about the little girl in the state of Oregon? That, too, is caught on tape. A homeless woman gets up out of her seat and pushes a three-year-old child onto the train tracks without provocation. The child was there with her mother. This baby landed face first onto the metal rail and rocks before quickly being rescued from the tracks by people that were also on the subway platform. And this happened in North Portland. The child reported a severe headache, but otherwise, thank God, is okay. With a naked man, a naked man, jumping from an elevated Bronx train station 20 feet to the ground, a three-year-old pushed on subway tracks in Portland, Oregon by a homeless woman. Why is society dealing with this? All we hear about are the rights of the mentally ill, the rights of the homeless. But what about the rights of law-abiding citizens? This cannot continue in civilized society. I say this with tremendous passion. As I write about my own mother's mental illness in my book on my life, No Mama's Boy, my mother was a chronic paranoid schizophrenic who often heard voices. Moving away from mental illness, some topics are here today, gone tomorrow. At least, that's what Mayor Eric Adams of New York City is hoping as he pulled a Mike Bloomberg. Bloomberg, one of our former mayors, would disappear on some weekends, often going to Bermuda and would not tell the media, thus the people of New York City. During the recent storm where there was tremendous flooding in the Rockaways and Howard Beach, some streets looked like lakes. Well, the mayor of New York was nowhere to be found and then was quite defensive over his 48-hour trip. Mr. Mayor, we understand you deserve a break, but you wanted the job. And why not be on the up and up about it and tell the media in advance where you're going? Because the way you carried this out it looks like you had something to hide. But Adams, the mayor, was not having any of it as he lashed into the media at City Hall. I was in uh, the uh, U.S. Virgin Islands. Uh, and, you know, it was interesting that um, after 365 days of working without a day off, uh, sun up to sundown. I was really surprised at your response. You know, I saw a live, uh, a live, uh, uh, the press conference, and I was amazed to see how you responded. You know, this is my second Christmas without my mother, and last year, I was really the state of depression, 
and what I put my staff through. And I said, I can't do that again. So after 365 days of commitment to the city, I decided to take two days to reflect on mommy and to watch how you responded to my two days out of this city was really alarming. I deserve good work-life balance like you do. I bet you you went on a vacation. I bet you you have not worked 365 days in the city. I bet you have not dealt with people being killed, fires, police officers dying. And you probably still have your parents. I don't. Okay, Mr. Mayor, but please stop with the Mike Bloomberg's It's Unbecoming. On the issue of whether what happened in Buffalo, New York is really tragic. But there are silver linings in everything. For example, one woman took in a mentally disabled elderly man with fourth degree frostbite on his hands. He was out in the street wandering around and crying for help. He probably would have died. Then there was Christmas J. That's what this hero is being called. He literally broke into a school during the deadly blizzard and ended up saving two dozen people and several dogs by bringing them into the school with him. Here's the backdrop. Officials are confirming that 39 people died in the Christmas weekend winter storm that swept through Buffalo and its surrounding areas. 17 people were found dead outside. 11 people dead in their own homes. Four people were found dead in cars. Four others dead, shoveling, snow blowing. Three died because of delays as it relates to EMS. But back to Christmas Jay. His name is Jay Withy. And Jay had ventured out to help a trapped friend but instead got caught in the snow himself. Over the course of the night, he would be turned away by several people when he went to their homes, begging for them to take him in because of the cold weather, and eventually committed the final act of desperation to save himself and more than 20 others from the brutal storm, breaking into the school for shelter. Now he describes himself as a religious man and says he views the entire ordeal as a blessing in disguise. He says if just one person had taken him up on his plea for shelter that night, he would not have saved all those people. And he's right. But here's the kicker, if you will. Before he left the school, he made sure to leave a note apologizing for the break-in, which police found 
When they were eventually able to respond to the alarm, the man set off when he entered the premises. And his note says, and I'm quoting, to whomever it may concern, I'm terribly sorry about breaking into the school, the school window, and breaking into the kitchen, it read. Got stuck at 8 p.m. Friday and slept in my truck with two strangers just trying not to die. It continued. There were seven elderly people also stuck and out of fuel. I had to do it to save everyone and get them shelter and food and a bathroom. He signed the letter, Merry Christmas, Jay. Here is part of a TV report from Buffalo Station, WGRZ-TV. Running low on fuel, turned away at one door after another, he broke in to this school. As soon as you get through the glass, can you immediately feel heat? Uh, yeah, 100%. With his companion safely inside, Jay went back into the storm. I'm going to all these cars and telling them, hey, you know, I broke into school, there's heat, there's a bathroom, there's probably some food. It would have been enough to save two people. Why do you go back out there? Just that's the name of the game. You know, you gotta, you got to help the next person in line. In all, Jay says his army rescued 23 people from the snow. Yeah, you know I love you. Including Addie Johnson and her son Demario. We kept asking God to send us an angel, a guardian angel. And an angel came? An angel came. <laughs> an angel who turned school lunch into a holiday meal, pizza and cereal. Spending Christmas with strangers and we leaving out as family. Again in the cold, Jay kept going. Firing up the snowblower to help get everyone home. Saving lives would have been enough. Cleaning was more than enough. But then Jay left this note. To whomever it may concern, I'm terribly sorry. I had to do it to save everyone. Merry Christmas. If you were going to write a note back, what would your note say? Oh, thank you. <laughs> right? Like, what else can you say? You are a hero. There's still a lot of good left in the world, and I hope people can see that, you know, and just trust someone. Police are also calling him Christmas Jay, a hero who saved lives. Back to the woman who took in the mentally disabled elderly man with fourth degree frostbite on his hands. He was out on the streets wandering around and crying for help and probably would have died just like several other people caught outside during the deadly Buffalo, New York storm. Shakira Autry came to the aid of the man, 64-year-old Joe White, who was suffering from extreme frostbite. She appeared on CNN with the sister of the man. This is another hero from Buffalo, Shakira Autry. Paying it forward, how I was raised, my family, you know, always taught me, you know, to have compassion. And that's what I did. It was you know, I just had to jump in, just had to jump in and do what I can do. It was very, it was very devastating, very devastating. It was heartbreaking to even see someone so helpless and he just needed some help. And you made him pancakes, right? Tell us what it was like. <laughs> yes, he actually woke me up on Christmas morning. I told him the day before Christmas, I said, hey, Joe, it looks like if you're going to wake up with me on Christmas, he said, he said to me, okay, are you? can I get a uh, Bruce Lee shirt? And I say, yep, we can. So <laughs> Christmas morning happened and I heard, hey, hey. I'm like, yeah. 
He's like, you gonna make me pancakes? I'm like, yeah, I'll make you pancakes. <laughs> and this is the sister of the 64-year-old man. She, too, appeared on CNN. Yvonne, are you scared about what oh. would have happened to your brother had someone like Shakira not been there to help? Petrified. I mean, honestly, honestly, I'm sure he would have perished. Um, I, like I told Joey, we gained a family. I'm, I'm looking yes. at my sister. I'm looking at Trent, who's my brother. And now I'm thrilled because I have three nephews. And that's <laughs> that's how I feel because this woman, just just what she did above and beyond for a stranger, what she did is just heartwarming and it makes me cry. I mean, both of us were crying for two days. There is still so much good in the world. And we close this episode with this final topic. There is a big Biden administration push with financial incentives to purchase electric vehicles. But for me, all is not adding up. Something is not passing the smell test. I want you to listen to this. A radio host in Virginia had to cancel his Christmas Eve plans because after repeated tries, he could not charge his Tesla in the cold weather that he had. Dominic Natty is a radio show host who lives in Lynchburg, Virginia, and he posted a video on Twitter of his struggles to charge his Tesla S. Yesterday I tried this and it said to wait for the battery to warm up. I have had the car running with the climate control. I tried to charge in my house, it won't let me. So there is no way to charge this battery or let it warm up in the cold. So I'm gonna try this, I'm gonna show you. This is the message I get. Battery is heating, keep charge cable inserted. Okay, it's 111, one hour later. Battery is heating, keep charge cable inserted. 19 miles, 303. Almost two hours later, battery is heating. 19 miles. And it's Christmas Eve. Interesting. I'll pass on the electric vehicles. And that brings this episode to a close. Happy New Year. I want to thank you folks for joining us. If you are interested in my book or my life, Growing Up in New York City, that I mentioned at the top of this episode and Overcoming Numerous Obstacles, the book is titled No Mama's Boy, and it will be personally signed for you by me. Or if you're interested in my bobblehead doll, you can go to my website, DominicCarterOnline.com, all one word, DominicCarterOnline.com. You can catch me on 77 WABC weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m., Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store from Dominic Carter t-shirts to hats and much more. Go to WABCRadioStore.com, Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, 77 WABC. Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. 
the glasses always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall.